in good company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Cordoff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company. Second launch syndrome. <coughs> oh, gosh. It's hard oh, to say. <laughs> Second launch syndrome, right? It's a thing. And it's a thing that nobody really talks about. Lisa and I have just recently experienced second launch syndrome. And so we wanted to have a really open, honest talk about this because I feel like it's so easy to, for us to get into this false sense of security when we have one good launch that we've found the thing and this is the thing. And then we go into a second launch and it doesn't go quite as well as the first one and trip. Well, for me, it just trips that failure switch. So. Yeah, that's topic of the day, Lisa. Caught off. Oh, all right, Carly Nimmo. We've both got frogs in our throat about this one. I wonder oh. what Louise Hay would say about that. She would say <laughs> something about this is because because like this is a topic that is awkward to speak about, right? Because nobody wants to admit that uh, launch didn't go quite to plan. Nobody really wants. I think people feel like, uh, and this is the reason that it's not really spoken about. I think people feel like one launch that didn't go quite so well um, is some kind of reflection as on you as a business person, your success yep. as a human being. And mm -hmm. um, and that's why I really, even though I have a croaky voice, even though, you know, the, the frog's trying to stop us here, um, we're going to have this discussion, <laughs> even if it gets awkward and weird. <laughs> but the thing is, is that, uh, you know, the thing that I've, find is that as my business has grown, people have said to me, oh, yeah, you know, you're so successful. And I'm always like, I, I never feel particularly successful because I'm always um, learning more stuff. I'm always trying. I'm always going back to first principles. I'm never taking anything for granted. And but, you know, last year when we opened up the doors to our mastermind, we did it really spontaneously. There was no build up. There was no there was no podcast back then. It was just like a okay, I think it's time. Let's do this. Okay, rip the bandit off. Let's do this. And um without really any expectation. But we did have a thing where we're like, we're we'll only run it if there's ten people. We thought that was kind of our our minimum. And so when it came time to open the doors again, I just felt so excited. But there were lessons that we learnt from, from the last round and there were things that we wanted to do differently this time. You had grown tremendously. I have grown tremendously. We're having a different conversation with each other at the moment in our just, you know, daily conversations. Um, <laughs> the ones where Mitchell's like, um, are you talking to Lisa again? Every time my phone rings, Mabel goes, is that Lisa? <laughs> Oh God, it's terrible. I'm like, hey, Miko, sorry. <laughs> I'm um, having an affair with Lisa. <laughs> have wives. Um, yeah. it's good. So, uh, but our conversation really has changed, yeah. and I don't feel like the same person who launched that mastermind in the middle of like, like that was what May last year. Yeah, and do you well, remember where we both were back then? I mean. 
for me, I had I had just come back from a walk on the beach where I had literally said I'm walking away from it all. You know, like I was I was miserable. And 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 having real real cash flow issues and felt like yeah, I don't know. I I had just surrendered everything. I was like, I will go and get a job. I will go and do whatever's necessary. Just, you know, show me what to do, universe. And then mm. I got that PodQuest, um, you know, got accepted into PodQuest and the top 10 finalists and Constance Hall came knocking. And then you came to me and said, let's just fucking do this mastermind. And I was yep. like, yes. And you yeah. were in a really interesting position yourself. They had a lot going on personally. Mm-hmm. A lot. A lot. Like it was, I was, uh, yeah, it was, um, it was the start. That was the very start of a very hardcore adventure mm-hmm. <laughs> for me and for us as a family. And, um, I have, n- I don't think I've ever experienced more personal growth than I have in those six months without doubt. And it just continues. Like at the moment, just like I'm almost having daily epiphanies, just day, it's just coming hard and fast. I've done a lot of work on taking responsibility for my life in um, recognizing I've got choice in everything I do. At the end of last year, I was burnt the frig out. And we, we wanted to launch the mastermind last year because we wanted to do it as a 12-month experience so we could start it sort of, you know, mid-December and then finish it mid-December. And then I got shingles and the universe was just going, stop it. And I have never pulled a launch. I have never backed out of a launch ever. I've postponed a launch once, which saw me crying on Facebook. Um, I mean, seriously, the dramatics. But um, this felt, this this was a really hard thing to do. And it was you. You were like, Lisa, should we just, let's just not do this right now. But it was also because we weren't seeing a stack of people sign mm. up. So we thought, well, should we just, is this just the wrong time? You're sick. It's the end of the year. Maybe not the right time. Okay, cool. Let's relaunch it next year when, you know, I didn't want to do anything in January. I tried to have January off work as much as possible. And then we I had the Laguna trip. Um, and I, when we just thought, let's just kick it off then. No problem. Had my emails sorted. Um, you know, we'd been talking about it a bit. I mean, I think people know us now as people who run a mastermind, as in the listeners of this podcast, but I still don't really talk about it at all very much on my main page. Um, it's sort of like this secret life. (laughs) Um, but uh, we just thought, let's just open the doors, do another short, sharp launch. The right people will appear. And um, I didn't, I don't think either of us felt very concerned about launch jitters or, or anything like that. We decided to increase the price. We made some, we, that was a very considered decision. And we did that because we really, I think because of our own personal growth and because of how the people who we felt got the most out of the mastermind last year were people who already had their businesses up and running. They were already selling stuff. They knew what they wanted to say. It was those people that took the biggest leaps or or had the biggest kind of 
moments, would you say? And so we thought, yeah, you just know, in, in different to- ways. I think, I think for us, you know, we, we want to be, we really want to be working with, yeah. It was, it was also a thing where it's like, because I do feel like the people who were in startup had huge transformations and took oh, sure. really huge leaps. Yes, um, they did. But, but leaps are relative too, right? So we wanted to be taking leaps with people who, um, yeah, I don't know how to explain it actually with people who are. What we wanted was to, was to create a space of people who were, you know, at a similar level to what we are rather than us being the mentors and the gurus, but creating a safe space for us all to kind of rise together, which was a different kind of concept to the previous year where we definitely sat more in the, in the leader space. And we are still obviously, um, leaders in this space, but it just, yeah, we just we just wanted to bring something different to this year and really help those people who are already established just rise up to the next level. So yeah. so that price increase was a really conscious decision for us to make and it did pay off in some ways and obviously not in others. Well, what we found was the people who uh, we spoke to like after every single interview, you and I are like, oh my god, oh my god, I love this person. Like we get, we get to hang out for a year. Oh my god, this is going to be the best. Um, but there wasn't as many people, mm. and you know, last year we had this thing where we were like, okay, ten people was our minimum, and then this year we're like, maybe eight people, and then and we've ended up taking less than that, mm. and both of us had to make a decision. Uh, you know, I, so for me, the, the, running the mastermind is not a particularly, well, like monetary decision. I'm not doing it for the revenue or, or the income. It's not scalable. Uh, and this year, my business is focusing on taking proven products and creating evergreen stuff for them and um, growing my membership and, you know, like really focusing on on where I can help people and, and growing that. I'm finally feeling like I've got confidence in, in what I sell and the transformations I can offer people. And I just want to go for it. I, you know, I really want, um, I've got revenue goals and all that sort of stuff, which I've never had, like I never, ever have, you know, put that out there. And the mastermind is just like, well, I mean, it doesn't really make that much difference to a bottom line when you're talking about taking a business to over a half a million dollars mm. per year, yeah. you know? And so for me, I was like, okay, there's not as many people. The people are rock stars. Should we run this? Should we not? Where is my resistance coming from? Um, because it was, it's never been about the money for me and with for this you, mastermind. Also, it, um, what, what I felt was, and what I, what I heard from you, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, was that, you know, you are serving a lot of people. And so there has to be the capacity to also serve the people who are committing to this mastermind. And so for you, I felt like the, there was a bit of resistance there. Can I fully step up and serve these people in a way that brings enough value to them and still meet all of the other obligations that I have? 
I do. I, you know, my small steps community means a lot to me. I'm in there every day and supporting them and, you know, just spend a lot of time thinking about that. And when I run a program, there's a community in that, you know, when I've got free challenges running, it's intense. Um, and I just thought, oh, do I have capacity? And because I want to be able to step in in the right way. I don't want to get, well, I just want to be able to give because no matter how many people are in there, they're still individual people who are uh, wanting a particular experience. And what I ended up, the way I ended up working through it was I focused on who had come forward and the fact it would be fucking fun to be hanging with these chicks and seeing what they can create this year. So that, you know, they were better businesses. Like, seriously, some of them are just like rock stars. And I, well, they all are rock stars. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure, I know some of them it would be earning more revenue than you and I are earning in our businesses. And it's just so cool. Like, we've all got the same problems. We all experience those same sort of um, glass ceilings, you know, where we, Yeah, well, we feel like we've gone as far as we can go and it's just never the case. And what I ended up thinking was that I really, I see see you and I having this established, awesome mastermind that people get to know about and people people join a wait list to hear about and they're just chomping at the bit to be involved. And I am starting to feel more and more with business that, it's about, it's, you know, it's never about the one launch mm. and it's never, it's, it's always about like what you're growing towards. And I just feel like this is probably, um, you know, it's just going to take a few years to get that And happening. this is the thing, right? Like back to that episode that we did a few episodes ago about fattening the pig on market day. Like we kind of did yep. that a little bit in this mastermind, this particular round. We had rested a little on the laurels of a successful first launch and went into this with the expectation that this would be the same kind of deal. People would just want to work with us and, um, you know, they'd be happy to pay what we charged and we wouldn't have you know, we, we wouldn't have the struggle. Neither of us anticipated what it would actually take to do this second launch. And I want to add, like, this second, this time round, I mean, for me, it was a huge learning process, right? Because not only did, for me, I, I had so much fear around not like the opposite kind of, of what you were, what you were experiencing, Lisa. For me, it was like, um, I had fear around this not going ahead because I just love it so much. And I just was so, at, at, you know, not unhealthily attached, but attached to wanting to go ahead with it because it's so transformative for the people involved. But also for us, like we grew so much last year through doing, through doing this. It was just a, a, but what, what I learned in this second round was, which is something that I'm getting covered in goosebumps because it's, it is my truth at the moment. I have never really felt like anything was worth it. You know, like even when I had the office collective, this is going to sound really weird, but when I had the office collective, I wasn't willing to, you know, what's the word? Like leave all stones unturned. I don't know if that's the saying, but you know, like Uh I, Mm. there were always things left on the table that I could have done, but I just couldn't be bothered because the end vision wasn't worth it to me. 
But with this mastermind, the end vision is so worth it to me because it is such a transformative mm. process for all involved. I, I got a level of hustle on that I know <laughs> I'm I was not. I so proud of you. <laughs> I was like, who is this person? It was like, I loved it. You know, it gave me a fire that I haven't experienced in a long time. And I wasn't afraid of failing for a change. Um, I just really wanted to, to, if we finished this launch and it didn't go ahead, I just wanted to know that I had done everything in my power to make it work. Mm-hmm. And that was really important to me. And so, and such a change to the way I normally operate. So I was very proud of myself too, because, um, because I am, I, I'm kind of lazy in business and I, I don't, I don't normally exhaust all my options because, um, maybe I'm a little afraid of success more than I am of failure these days. It's sometimes easier to, well, sometimes it's easier to, to stay where you are than push through and take things to the next level. But if I want to, if I want to be taking these women through a process, then, uh, you know, I need to be willing to step up myself. So, uh, yeah, so it taught me so much, just the, the second launch alone, so many lessons. Oh, so much. And do you, But do you know what I saw in you as well was that you weren't taking it personally. Mm. And I think this is where so many people get caught up is taking it all so personally. And you said this at the start, like it's not actually a reflection on you and I. We know we could support 20 women in a group if we wanted to, to have huge breakthroughs and, you know, really propel their business forward. But we also have to be like, okay, well, let's look at this. What did we do? What didn't we do? How can we improve on that next time? Let's give these five rockstar women the time of their lives. So we feel confident in giving more women, you know, playing at that level, the time of their lives. Like, let's just, let's just dive in. And I just, I feel like who are we to encourage taking scary action, you know, running a program that's not full, running a mastermind where, you know, we had said to the people when we were interviewing them, like 12 was our max and we didn't, we didn't reach that. Is that going to be okay for them? Um, no one's had a problem. No. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, great, more time with you guys. Um, and, but who, like, we say a lot, just, just do it. And then just, you know, whatever comes, roll with it. There's a yeah. bigger plan here. And don't, don't give up because if you've got a long term vision for your business, like it all comes down to that, having a vision. Mm-hmm. And you and I, like I see the vision and I see us on stage talking about, you know, this stuff and totally. all that kind of thing. And and having this mastermind is a really big part of that. So, and so the decision like, was really, do we say yes to this vision, even though right now it doesn't look exactly how we had anticipated it? You know, when we talked about, we did that episode where um, we were talking about me honouring, you know, when I cried in the podcast episode because I just wasn't feeling it and showing up even when you're not feeling it. You know, that, that was about honoring the long term vision, not just how I'm feeling in the moment, but where do I want to go? And so by saying yes to this round of the mastermind, what we're saying yes to is the women involved, but also us. Like this is what we want. On my wall at the moment, I have the saying, 
um, what are you committed to? What are you 100% committed to? And who do you need to be to make that happen? And so I am 100% committed to be, to us being seen as leaders in the, you know, whatever it is that we're creating here. Not Personal online brand, business, online business. I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. Business in general, like, you know. Yeah. Just business for female, um, business owners. Um, <laughs> So let's work on our let's work on our elevator pitch. Let's work on our little tagline. We so clearly don't have one. Um, But I am committed to that. And so, who do I need to be? I need to be someone who says yes to things, and who is going to bring her best to women who have trusted us and who are investing in their experience with the KGC Mastermind. That's who I need to be, and I need to not give up. I need to be a person who can see that this vision is bigger than what I am right now and I need to keep growing into it and I need to keep learning all the lessons and I need to keep trusting. So it's all like what are you 100% committed to and who do you need to be in order to make that happen? And it's in being that person that all the good stuff comes. Totally. Because it's like, and that's just like a flip, right? It's a very small perspective change, which is actually a very huge perspective change. Old me would have seen it as, and you know, I spoke to you about this when this was all going down. There was a a few seconds there where I'd entertained the idea that it was me, that it was me who killed the golden goose, aka Lisa Cordoff, <laughs> that you oh. know that I was bringing her down, and and oh all that God. you know, all all the like I entertained those thoughts for a minute, but I didn't let them derail me this time, which is um, very different to the way that I would usually conduct myself, I guess. But the key there is that it isn't personal. I love that you said that your vision is uh, bigger than how how you are right now. Like, so stick to that vision. I think sometimes we want the complete vision delivered to us. You know, I've, I think I've said this before in the podcast. At our first mastermind retreat, one of the girls had said, if you were handed a key to all of your hopes and dreams, and then the person said to you, you have to fail, you have to do this, you have to blah, 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 and, you know, cry every second day, wonder if it's worth it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, would you take the key to your dreams? And most people would be like, hell no. But Mm. we were like, hell yes. Yes, exactly. And it's funny, when I was in Laguna and Lewis Howes came and and spoke to us for a few hours, that guy, hilarious. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, um, he has this vision of reaching 100 million people is his vision with his message or whatever it is that he wants to say. And I was so confronted. I'm like, dude, you don't understand. Like in Australia, we don't, we don't claim greatness. We don't make these big, bold, like I am going to reach, blah, blah, blah. I said, it's just not the done thing. And he was sort of, he just thought that that was hilarious. He's like, how are you ever meant to get anywhere if your vision isn't way beyond like anything you that you actually now, expect? Or, He's like, yeah. this gives me a drive. It helps me make decisions on a much bigger, braver scale. It, it, it makes me look for opportunities to reach more, to help more, to serve more. Like that is what it's all about for me. If I can, if my podcast right now is this, and he was talking about how 
you know, he'd got an opportunity on network TV and he's like, that's going to be a couple of million people per episode, not interested going to Facebook because, you know, however many billions of people or whatever on Facebook, because that is the platform I want to be on. That is the platform that's going to be giving me the most reach and helping me with my goals. And it's so funny, right? Because it's so easy to go, he's delusional. <laughs> like it's so easy for us in our, um, in our current worldview to go, the guy's delusional, but who fucking cares? He's going for it. This is exactly it. It doesn't have to make sense. You don't have to know how. You just have to have the vision. And I realize that's been a big missing part for me mm. with my small steps business. I've looked at it on a quarterly basis or launch by launch basis. And I feel I, and so I've been working on a, a vision document for the business that people who are coming in know what we're working towards now. And I've had to really scarily own that the vision is big, that I do want to help a lot of people. And, you know, this mastermind, you've just, you've got to start somewhere. You've got to be doing that. If we were like, okay, let's raise the price. Let's, let's just, you know, the, the startups aren't going to, this is not going to appeal to them. They're not going to be ready. That's okay. We trust that we'll be fine. Um, we're growing so much as individuals. We want to have these conversations with people who have, you know, this isn't their first rodeo or they've already invested in coaching or whatever it is. And um, in order to be able to get really good at that, we need practice. We need to, we need to just be doing it. Like mm. there is no... There is there is no learning w- without the doing. Like sitting on the sidelines, and and then we relaunch it next year, just hoping that we've you know whatever that we've done the work that we needed to do to get the people over the line. It, yeah, it um, it just doesn't work that way. And it could have very e- we could have very easily said, oh look, we didn't get the interest that we were after, so see ya. And See you know, next year. I, well, I, I mean, I, I am about to pull uh, an event in Perth with with Jude because we we don't have the numbers, and that involves you know my that like I'm not going to do things that cost me money. Mm. Do you know? Like it, it is yeah. also okay to go. This doesn't make sense. This yes, doesn't absolutely. make sense. Absolutely. Yes. But we've got waiting lists for Sydney and Brisbane. I'll go where there's flow for sure. No problem. But the, it's not like the, I think some things require vision. It's yes. still required guts to, you know, put something out there over there. Yeah. And it's okay. Um, like this is the whole thing, right? Okay. It's okay to go, well, that, that isn't working. It's clearly not working. We haven't got the numbers required. Blah, 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 blah. For us, it didn't serve our bigger vision of what we're doing. One event in the grand scheme of, of things for you and Jude is not that big of a deal. It's like, mm. well, the, you know, and there's a lot of resources. Oh, my God, you know, I'm doing this event this weekend with Bronnie, Marcus and Shara. It, events are so fucking hard. Props to anyone who has that as their business model. Like, it is hard work and it requires a level of hustle that I, you know, I don't like asking for help with things and I've had to go, hey, would you mind supporting me in, you know, getting this event out there? Like that, that's uncomfortable for me. These, the events require a level of hustle that, um, is almost akin to a mastermind <laughs> boldness. Mm. 
but yeah. jumping on sales calls, um, yeah, it it's not comfortable stuff, but it's worth it. And I think for us, the that was the decision, right? It's like if we don't say yes to these people this year, it will just fizzle out, and and the vision won't. We won't. You know, we won't spend a whole year building momentum for this just to launch next year. By then, we will have become delusioned and whatever, moved on. <laughs> on the streets, no. Um, <laughs> you know, it's about continuing to believe in yourself and back yourself even when it doesn't necessarily make sense. Like if there's something that you real feel really called to do, then you just it's just going to be painful. Like there's there's ups and downs in business, full stop, done. And I think this whole, you know, that in on social media and, and we follow certain people and they sell the story of success after success after success or that they've got the secret to getting it or whatever it is. It just, it really denies the reality mm. that it's a process. That's a know. process and there's learning all the time. And if you're not prepared to get stuck in, if you're not prepared to, you know, like we've learned f- about like this through this launch, we've learned things that we'll be bringing, you know, even deeper insights to our masterminders. I want to serve them at a high level. I've got to have skin in the game. And I, and I also need to keep investing in myself. You know, this is the thing that I, this is the one thing that I felt like, oh, did we not communicate this properly? that I just feel like if we constantly surround ourselves with people who are safe and keep telling us the things that they think that we want to hear, there's very little growth in that. I challenge you and you challenge me, yeah. but we also have networks of people who blow our minds mm with what they've achieved and being connected to those people, being in the presence of those people, this is where I think we really need to get better at, like things that we need to get better at doing. It's really uncomfortable. It's really, really uncomfortable to invest in yourself and back yourself. That was my original problem with investing in a mastermind. (gasps) If I spend this much money, like can I actually, am I going to bring it to the table? Not just is there going to be a return on investment, but can I actually be in this space with these people? That is where growth happens. Absolutely. And I feel like, you know, I just... Uh, for 100%. And it's why also we've kind of decided to, and this is another thing that you're absolutely allowed to do, is, you know, we've closed the doors on the membership. But if people contact us and they're like, man, I need something like that this year, then we are now open to like, okay, like we, we've called Let's them talk. magic members. If those magic members appear, we will, we will definitely talk to them. You can change, you know, the way that you go. But it's also because... You know, I feel like people come to that conclusion that they need that community. They need to be lifted higher. They they are struggling on their own at different times. Mm. You know, you can just be so stuck and just be like, oh, my God, like, really? Am I going to do this another year of this the same way again? And in my opinion, I think, you know, if there was any way that we just didn't fully go there with this launch, it was talking about the value of that 
of that uncomfortableness mm. about having skin in a game, but are going to take you higher. Like, are they going to bring out parts of you that you couldn't do on your own or couldn't do with people who are just giving you platitudes? But there's support and then there's growth. Do you know, like, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And any way you go about it requires you to get vulnerable, right? Like, I right now I'm not part of a um, paid mastermind but I am absolutely surrounded by fucking rock stars in my life. Oh, my gosh. You know, you have the best network of people. But you also do know when it's time to invest. Absolutely. And time to get yourself yes. uncomfortable. But you what, the, point, the point I want to make on, on that, like I, I am surrounded by fucking rock stars. And the reason that I am is because I get uncomfortable, you know, because I constantly put myself out there and, yeah, and – and so that attracts those kind of people to me. Mm-hmm. So whether or not you're investing financially in creating a circle of total rock stars or, or whether you're out for free mentors, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever, you know, whatever it someone is, you admire. Yeah. yeah, but get those fucking people around you ASAP mm. and do, and that sometimes requires a, a level, a level of hustle that you're not accustomed to the same way this round of the mastermind really pushed me in that way. Is it worth it to you? You know, what is it worth to you to, to be surrounded by people who have your back and that you can be all of yourself with? You know, for mm. me, it's absolutely worth the 10 grand the year we were asking, which I don't think is a lot, actually. <laughs> no, not for what these women will experience no. on the back of that. For sure. Anyway, um, so that was just that we just wanted to give a recap. We just wanted to be honest about yeah. this stuff and it got very involved in other yes, things. Yes, so, absolutely. But as, the, the key as, is there is no shame in a second time not going as well as the first or even a first time not going as well. Like the, the shame only exists in this stuff because we aren't having the conversations about it. And for Lisa and I, we absolutely know that even though this launch didn't, we didn't fill those 12 spots in two days like we did last time, it absolutely says nothing about the value that we're offering in this. And so that's what we really want you to know is that if things aren't necessarily going the way that you had hoped first time, second time, it's not a personal thing. It's not something that we need to feel shame about. It's not something that we, you know, we need to be doing the fake posts when we're dying inside, feeling like everyone is rejecting us, the post of us going, look, I'm rocking this launch of my mastermind or whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever it is that you're launching. It's it's okay to say, hey, things weren't going as well as I'd hoped. And, and you don't have to do that publicly, but having some place you can do it is ultra so important. important. The, the first launch of Small Steps to Whole Foods was my best launch ever of that program. And I, and I launched it eight times. Same with Radcasters. Radcasters. I never, got, Radca- I never got more than 550 people. That was my. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? The whole thing is that first, if you, if you do experience that first successful launch, I had it with Radcasters. I had 15 people sign up, which I was stoked with because I didn't have an email list or anything like that. But what I did have, and the same thing that we had last year when we launched this mastermind, were people watching us waiting Mm, for something. mm, mm. And so that is why second round syndrome often exists. 
because those people who are waiting for something, those early adopters, they're in. Low-hanging fruit. They're the low-hanging fruit. And, I mean, we have not promoted this podcast in any way whatsoever. Mm. None. Like, like it's a miracle if people find it. Uh, and the downloads lesson. are quite impressive, I have to say. <laughs> are they? Yeah. I haven't even checked. Uh, so that's, but that's, that's the thing is, you know, you have to take responsibility for how many people are hearing your message, how yeah. many people are going through a launch, how many people know that there's even something on sale. Yeah. Like you really have to take responsibility for that. And I think that's probably the biggest lesson that we've taken away, being able to communicate the value effectively and not just be like, hey, it's happening. And they're like, what? Well, I don't even know what a mastermind Work's is. Work's done. Yeah. And now Join. we're over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, All right. Good times. Solved time. another of the world's entrepreneurial problems. Till next week. Bye. Thanks for sticking around. See you next Monday. Remember to subscribe and keep good company.